everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Untie podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And I can't wait to in-person watch Tech upset a ranked opponent this week. Oh, man, you're going. I'm going to this game. Nice. How far How far of a drive is that for you? Down like to Raleigh? Four and a half hours, something like okay. that. My God. you know, I'm starting to see why it's so fucking expensive to live in that area. You're three hours from New York. You're four hours from the Carolinas. You're fucking close to everything. Baltimore, everything. Yeah, I love it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, if if I was still over in Colombia, I'd be meeting you at this game, but I'm not. So yeah, I think we to... talked about this game when it got scheduled about you meeting me when you were in South oh, yeah, Carolina. Still, the Clemson game next year. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that nightmare. Um, yeah, we we're supposed to meet up out, but Evan just had to move to Dallas. Had to expand his career. Yeah, you know. Bastard. Um. Yeah. So. While Tech barely survived North Texas, uh, which you can listen to that episode, it should be up in your feed already. NC State actually just beat Clemson, speaking of the Tigers, um, upsetting them 27 to 21 in double overtime at home last weekend. So, yeah, not a not a great time to uh, to be previewing a game against NC State, I guess. Or possibly the best time to be previewing a game against NC State. Fair enough. Fair enough. Have NC State lost so far this year? They have. Yeah, they, they lost, lost to, at Mississippi State by more points than Tech lost to them by. Yeah, we already had the transitive. Would have, been, would have been a lot harder to have lost to Mississippi State by less than we did. So wait, if we lose Tell to NC Vegas. State by more than one point, does that mean we have a transitive victory over ourselves? That, that is correct. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Leo uh, DiCaprio just burst my door down. <laughs> okay so they have one loss and it was to yeah, Mississippi they, State. they lost to mississippi state and they looked awful in that game i mean they they were down 24 to 3 until like four minutes left in the fourth quarter and then finally scored a touchdown um so i i mean I, I don't really know what to make of this team basically just on paper you know well if by some stroke of miracle louisiana tech pulls off the upset and defeats north carolina state this weekend Within the next year, I will fly to Nathan's house, knock on his door, and say thank you, and walk away. <laughs> well, I'll, pro- I'll I'll probably have to stay, so I'll give you a heads up when I'm coming. Okay, yeah. I mean, we have a guest room, an actual guest room now, so you don't have to sleep on a futon. But, I mean, I'm planning at this point in the year going to three Tech games. This game, Old Dominion and Southern Miss, and ODU and Southern Miss are not having the greatest of years. So, Especially I mean, I'd love to just go ahead and say after this game that that I'll go to tech three tech victories at this point of the year, because, yeah, NC State's kind of an enigma of a team. They're ranked. So that's an important I mean, there's a number next to their name that's there for a reason. But it's there because they beat a Clemson team that hasn't looked great all year. Uh, but really, we'll get into this, but we'll talk about the offense and defense. It's the defense that's really the. The reason why NC State was even able to survive Clemson. The offense, though, is kind of middle of the pack, or just for Matt's benefit, since he's not on the notes right now, they're a bit middle of the wolf pack. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Uh, And I did nothing to stop it. (laughs) (laughs) God. Wow. Um, You did. Jesus. Are there there even even any... are there even any wolves in North Carolina? Uh, are there sure wolves they're... in North Carolina? Red wolves are a critically endangered species. Yeah, that's now, nowhere else in the world but North Carolina. 
but well, that's Arkansas State's mascot. It's also the potential mascot for the Washington football team oh. because it's indigenous who uh, that area. I think historically they used to be in the greater D.C. area a long time ago. And I'm fairly certain that's the most popular choice uh, for a name change for WFT or WTF, as my mom calls them, because that's her favorite team. I think Arkansas State was going to sue over the Red Wolves name, which is why they didn't change it going to this year. But that's a different topic. Well, Dan Schneider uh, can buy them out. Yeah, Dan Snyder bought out. And I could go on about Dan Snyder. A very I, old. Anyway. Yeah, he also sued an old woman for season tickets. So yeah, he's a, and also chopped down federally protected trees, so he had a view from his house at the Potomac River. He's the but, biggest piece of shit in the NFL. Yeah, so. yeah, but but NC State is not. I mean, they were pretty great when their baseball fandom came to the Ruston Regional. Uh, yeah. I mean, they yeah. came away with the victory there and, and went on to the College World Series and everything. Uh, but their very, fans very were nice great fans. when they were in town. Yeah. yeah, I talked to one of their uh, one of their outfielders, and he was very nice at uh, at Raising Canes in Ruston. Uh, and was, as soon as you walked out, he was like that bitch ass motherfucking. No, he, he, I remember I talked about it on the show. He talked about how uh, how great the crowd was, and they were, you know, he said they hadn't played in an atmosphere like that. And I was like, wow, that's really fucking cool to hear because we don't hear that very often. Did Tech um, win any of the games against NC State? No, they they okay. they lost twice. So I, got, so I got their b-holes reamed got it all right uh, call it that but i would call it that the game that happened in 2013 uh oh against God. nc state in football i remember yeah, that one well. was a was a yeah, well that year didn't happen remember so that yeah. game never happened that game never happened but this one will let's actually get into it their offense leans slightly pass heavy uh but looking over their team stats nothing really jumped out from an offensive perspective uh, they do have two preseason all ACC players and the running back Zonathan Knight. Zonathan? Yeah, offensive tackle. I keep, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll pause there and let Evan say the offensive uh, tackle yeah. thing in a second. Then. But, <laughs> but I can Ekwono, I think is how you say it. Ekwonu. I'm not sure. What? Yeah, but but Zonathan Knight is who we're going to talk about for a second. Zonathan? Uh, Z- Zonathan. Zonathan. Okay, God. I, okay. <laughs> I expected more, Matt, really, about the name. No, because if you teeter on that, then you're just going to get, I mean, yeah. Zonovan, I don't even know where to start with that. So, but Yeah, after beating Clemson last week, uh, three of their players were named the ACC Offensive Players of the Week list. I'm not really sure how that works for the ACC, but who are those players, Evan? Yeah, so quarterback, I think, I think they name like a position group player of the week in the ACC, which is kind of weak, honestly. Just name an overall player of the week. But Devin Leary uh, won for the quarterback. Goddamn millennials. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? These millennials just Leary? handing out trophies left and right to offensive players of the week, giving it to everybody, apparently. Oh, yeah. Everyone everybody on NC State, anyway. Um, yeah. Devin Leary for the quarterbacks. Um, Amika Amizi for wide receivers and the aforementioned Ikem Ekwonu um, for offensive line. Um, were all the offensive players of the week this past week in that 27 to 21 victory over Clemson. And to be honest, NC state should have won that game in regulation. I believe they missed several field goals, um, including one at the end of the game um, that, yeah, so they missed, they actually missed two field goals to end the game, a 39 yarder. And then on the drive before that, a 51 yarder. So had two chances late in the fourth quarter to put put, Clemson away and just didn't take advantage of it, but then they won in overtime. So more exciting, I guess. 
Yeah, but it meant that we couldn't watch it because I had to change the channel from this game to the tech game because that game was getting started. Right as I think that second overtime was starting. But yeah, I really this offense, I mean, yeah, they have players of the week last week after beating Clemson, but really there's nothing really to write home about this offense, at least so far this year. They look like a decent P5 offense, but really it's the defense that I'm worried about. Yeah, that's that's troubling. I mean, they're seventh overall in the nation. They allow 249 yards per game. Oh, God. That is uh, very good. So seventh overall, 16th in rushing, allowing 80 yards per game, which we just went up against a bad run defense and didn't even put up 80 yards. So that's not promising. And then passing yards per game, 169, which is, uh, you know, nice, but also 22nd in the nation. So, yeah, and then they're allowing 13 points per game, which is sixth in the nation. So not looking great for Tech's offense, um, especially when we've struggled against some worse defenses than, than that this season. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, let me pull up the graphic I made for my Blue Tech Blue post. Uh, but Tex, meanwhile, is allowing uh, so far this year, as I stall and wait for the picture to load on my computer, and apparently I have to pick a default program, 33.3 points per game so far this year. Oof. 20 more than NC State is allowed per game. But yeah, I mean, also to preview that, that Blue Tech Blue post that will go up, well, I guess it's already gone up by the time this comes out, Really what's what's impressive about this NC State defense, just to kind of point to anything, is their third down percentage. Uh, I think these stats exclude FCS games for whatever reason, but they're allowing a third down conversion on 20% Ooh, man. of the time that an opponent attempts a third down. That is, uh, that's rough. The second best in the country. Well, it's been a good run, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, again, excluding FCS games for the at least for the standings. One? I don't think they've played one, but we're no, comparing them against other teams that have. Um, they've only allowed a red zone score on fifty-seven percent of the time a team has entered the red zone. That's seventh best in the country. Are you just wow. trying to make me not watch the game? Like, what? Now, apparently, I'm just talking crap about ACC offenses. I guess, yeah, I didn't really take into consideration that, but my lord. Well, they played South, South Florida, they beat South yeah. Florida 45 to nothing. So, I mean, that's, well, that's certainly going to make a, you look good. No, that's uh, and, great. And to be honest, I mean, to put on some, you know, bulldog colored glasses here for a second, Clemson is not the Clemson of like last year or the year before. Now, they're still Clemson. They're still better than us, but they're not like the number two team in the nation. They're very clearly, they have more problems um, this season than we're used to seeing from them. Um, but with that being said, Nathan, you said off the top here that it may be a good time to play NC State, and I think I know what you're going for there, but why do you yeah. think that might be? I've said this a lot on this show and just kind of in life in general that you never want to play a good team after a bad loss because they come out angry. I mean, that's kind of how Tech started the North Texas game until they forgot that they were angry for some reason and turned yeah. back into Bruce Banner. Come on, <laughs> just stay the Hulk the whole time. It's a lot more useful. But... North Carolina State is coming off of a huge emotional win over a team they haven't beaten in, what was it, like 10 or 13 years or something? Yeah. Yeah. So to have that huge, like, we did it, we won, and then go and prepare for Louisiana Tech, I'm not too sure this is not the worst time. There's a lot of negatives in that sense, but I really think this may be the best time to play them because they're coming off of that high, and Tech may be able to sneak in here and stay close and end up pulling a victory away. Well, we'll get to previews in a second, but I really don't think this is the worst time to play them. 
here's here's my problem with that because I thought the same thing. There, there's um, another college football podcast, the Solid Verbal, that talks about let down look aheads, and so it's where you come off a huge game, whether you win or lose. Um, you're coming off a huge <coughs> game playing what you consider to be a lesser opponent, like a you know like an NC State playing a Louisiana Tech, and then you've got a huge game circled on your calendar for the following week. But in this case, they have the we have the letdown effect from the Clemson game. They won in double overtime against, you know, huge national powerhouse. Then they're playing Louisiana Tech going into a bye week. And then after the bye week, they play Boston College. So it's not like Wait, we've before got before you say that. Do you know Boston College record without looking? Pretty sure they're three and oh. They're four and oh. Four and oh. Four and oh. Yeah, yeah. They just they just had a uh, okay, they just, well, they Colgate, me. Massachusetts, Temple, and Mizzou. Yeah, they just <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, <laughs> wow. So, so they beat, but then they're playing Clemson next week, and so they may be five and zero going into that game. Oh yeah, well, well, they've played a bunch of scrubs so far. Should we? Might Clemson be will be another one. Schedule. There you go. Who am, I, who am I kidding? We'd be two and two. <laughs> but it doesn't matter who we played. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, before we go into our actual predictions. Nathan, who do you have singled out here as a player to watch in this game? Only because I think I want to say his name again. Zonathan Knight, the running back, has been really impressive for an otherwise non-impressive NC State offense. Uh, 377 yards on the ground on 58 attempts at 6.5 yards per rush, which is pretty good for a team in an offense that isn't all that effective. Knight also returns kicks. Um, and so anytime you put an offensive skill player out there to return, you know you're getting your best. They're not afraid to put their special teams guys out there when they are also their starting running back. Uh, like we do with Smoke Air sometimes on punt returns. That worked out pretty well last week, or at least it almost did. So, yeah, Zonovan Knight is my player to watch. Evan, what about you? So I'm going to go with um, a another offensive guy, Emeka Amizi, who just won player of the week for, I guess, wide receivers. Um, and he did for good reason. Last week, he had 14 catches for 116 yards and one touchdown. And the touchdown, I believe, was a beauty of a catch in overtime um, to uh, to take the lead in, in the first double overtime. But, um, you know, Tech's defense, even though we're coming off probably the best pass defensive day we've ever seen as fans in terms of the yardage anyway, that uh, they're not Clemson. Right. I mean, it go back two weeks and you text pass defense, putting up, you know, giving up 550 yards uh, through. the middle. Yeah, I think that guy's going to have a big day um, just to give a shout out to a defensive player. Corey Durden, a defensive tackle, had one and a half sacks last week against Clemson. So they're definitely going to going to uh, run some blitzes and stuff like that, too. We didn't really talk about their scheme or anything, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be rough. Matt, you got a player to watch? I do actually, and it's the same exact player you picked. <laughs> Which one, Ameka? Um, Ameka? Yeah, Ameka. I'm easy. Uh, the stats speak for themselves. That kid's an absolute animal out there. At least he was last week against what's supposed to be a vaunted Clemson team, which is starting to look a lot responding. Uh, Fourteen receptions which alone is almost ten more receptions than the next receiver at NC State. Uh, yeah. He'll it. 116 yards, 8.3 yards per catch, well, average per catch, uh, a, a single touchdown, uh, pretty killer. Uh, something else I wanted to mention is a player not to look out for, although now that I put this out there, they're probably going to end up kicking the game-winning field goal, 
is their field goal kicker, Christopher Dunn, who was 0 for 3 last week against oh, no. Clemson. 0 wow. for 3. It's, it's kind of interesting about him. He hasn't attempted a field goal this year so far of less than 30 yards. He's 2 for 3 in that 30 to 40 yard range, 1 for 2 in that 40 to 49 yard range, and 0 for 2 for longer than 50. He sounds like he sucks. <laughs> well, it sounds like they just don't end up kicking a lot of field goals when they're actually in field goal range and just I kind guess, of throwing them out there. Still, what you just said, I mean, it just sounds like he sucks. He has gotten worse over the years, though. 2020, wow, he was a 70% kicker. In 2019, he was an 87% kicker. In 2018, he was an 89% kicker. Why is he so, still on scholarship? Man. They just they just feel sorry? Like I'm serious. Like that's that's horrible. I mean, really that's, that's some at least for the twenty twenty one numbers go, if you're 0 for two from fifty yards, you're a normal college kicker to me. Uh, I guess. I say after dunking on uh Barajas in the last episode. But yes, yeah, so a lot of these polls have NC State rolling all over tech. ESPN FBI has tech with a 7.8% chance to win. Wow. Massey with a 15% chance to win for tech, a 37 to 20 NC State predicted win. Vegas favors the Wolfpack by 19 and a half points with an over under of 55, which puts their score prediction somewhere around 37 to 17. So for the three of us, do those numbers sound about right? Or do we think some magic happens? Evan, let's start. Oh, man. Um, this seems like the kind of game where we shouldn't have a chance. I mean, to be real honest, it's they're coming off a huge victory. They've got a really good defense. Um, but, you know, they did look really bad against Mississippi State, and we looked pretty decent against Mississippi State for the first three quarters anyway. Um, you know, as I mentioned, they were, they were down 24 to three until pretty much garbage time. So that was one week after tech had gone in and put up four points, um, against, you know, a Mississippi state team that I think has gone two and two, three and one. I'm not sure, but, two um, and two. yeah. So, uh, I just think, you know, I'm thinking to myself, what would, what would happen in the craziest timeline in this college football season, just in general is turning out pretty crazy so far and i think that you know another one point loss you know yawn right like that's that's old hat right the the craziest timeline would be tech winning this game because then we'd all be sitting here being like we're so close and we probably should be fucking five and oh with three like pretty big wins two p5 wins and an smu win and here we are one and two in those games and like still nobody cares and everybody would just be like, oh, NC State just didn't try because they were still hung over. Well, anyway, I'd be pretty, be pretty fucking frustrated if they beat NC State because then I'm going to have to fly to Washington, yeah, D.C. That's true. That, that'll be very personally expensive yeah. for you. Um, we I'm we gonna, can go get, go get those Pop-Tarts and everything. Uh, you're really selling to, on just doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say can I think of the name of the restaurant? in this weird. Ted's. Thank you. In this weird timeline that we seem to be in right now, Tech is going to win this game 17 to nope. 15. Oh, my God. That's that's my that's my dumb, <laughs> not real prediction. But I'm going with it because weird shit keeps happening. Oh, and if Austin Kendall's not playing, then we lose by 40 points. Oh, yeah. Well, he's playing. Matt, uh, care for a dose of realism? 
Yeah, Tech's gonna. I I was struggling when it first come up with the number, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. Tech's gonna get destroyed, but it's. I'm not gonna go for the higher on this. I say Tech loses forty five to ten. So worse than the twenty thirteen loss. Yeah, they're gonna get destroyed. I uh, I don't agree with this whole letdown shit. These are they're not professional athletes, but these come on guys. These are that that whole oh ease up mentality and shit that doesn't exist. Uh, they're gonna coaching's not gonna let that happen, and the players aren't gonna let that happen. Uh, so NC State, I think, will be more fired up to beat the holy shit out of Tech on the grounds that now they kind of feel like they got something to prove. They got a little chip on their shoulder. They got something to prove. They're going to come in there and yeah, beating up on tech isn't going to really turn any heads, but it will send a message that, Hey, we are for real. We're going to contend for the ACC this year or at least our division. So nah, tech's going to get obliterated. I'd, I'd say 45 to 10. My turn. So tech is yet to win or lose a game by more than one possession. They're four and oh in that respect. So I don't think that ends this week with NC State. Uh, Jumping through the Wolfpack schedule, they did blow out South Florida, like we said. They lost to Mississippi State. They blew out an FCS school and then Clemson. Clemson is a team that had no business being ranked in the top 25 this year at all. And if it weren't the Clemson Tigers, they wouldn't be. And this win wouldn't have accelerated the NC State Wolfpack into a top 25 ranking. UTSA deserves that 23 number by their name much more than NC State does at this point in the year. I don't think that this NC State team is as good as people are fearing. I think that this is a team that Tech can beat if Austin Kendall is back from a non-public injury that rhymes with Brovid. Uh, He... NC State is a good team. Tech is a good team when they play like a good team, and I think they will this week. I think that the NC State holds the Tech offense to 27 points, but NC State scores 24 and loses on a missed field goal. It's their turn to lose with a missed field goal. Fuck you, Chris. Tech wins 27-24. Nice. I mean, I get get that you guys are really trying to speak it into existence, but... Not going to happen. And I look forward to going to the beer garden in downtown Raleigh, North Carolina, after the game with 300 taps of different beers (laughs) to celebrate Tech's walk-off. Well, I guess it's not a walk-off one if they miss the field goal. Yeah, it's the Guinness World Record holder for the most beer taps. You know, I'm going to raise the stakes here, which (laughs) also happens to be the name of a really, really clever restaurant idea I have that only serves steaks. Um I'm going to raise the stakes here and say if tech if tech wins, not only will I go to Nathan's house uh, and hopefully he lets me stay there for a little bit because I got some stuff I want to do. Uh, Ted's is on me. Okay, Ooh. they have alcoholic milkshakes for the audience at home. Yeah. So Ted's is on me if tech wins this game. Uh, we'll we'll wear our tech paraphernalia and call it Tech at Ted's. Okay, um, I like and, it. T- and, wait, tech out for Ted's? I don't. Uh, yeah, I was also trying to work on what it's out for tech. Talk, I, don't talk, know. I don't know. Talking <laughs> tech with Ted's. Yeah. Talking tech at Ted's. Yes. Okay. I will there fly. We go. I like that better. To Washington, Rip off Teddy DC. Allen's whole thing. Fly to Washington, D.C. Julia will come begrudgingly. And we will not because of you, because of the ridiculous. Yeah, she, yeah, I, I know she hates me. It's all right. <laughs> That's not accurate. Uh, <laughs> but then we will. I will go to your door, knock on it, say thank you. I will walk away and immediately return with my luggage. 
and uh, we will go to Ted's that night, and it's on me. All right. I, I enjoy this deal because I'm not offering up anything on the other side of it. Yeah, so it's when we inevitably offering. lose 45 to 10, you owe Matt nothing. <laughs> I owe Matt nothing, except I'll fly to his house and go to that space museum in Kansas that I think I cut out of the show that we talked about. Well, to be fair, you're opening your home to me if I come. True. Well, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Well, and also hopefully I have the basement bar finished by the time you definitely uh, have to try to come to DC. Uh, anyway, uh, that's enough of our prediction and our talk about NC State. One last thing to do before we wrap it up, and that's the tweet of the week. I always feel like making Matt tell us the tweet of the week, but instead, Evan, what's the tweet of the week? So this week's tweet of the week actually goes to Matt. Hello. Yeah. He uh Ah, where'd you come from? <laughs> Lisa At- Lawrence and Ken Gallion. At Denizen Matt on That's September twenty fifth, tweeted or quote tweeted our boy Sonoy, who said, "Don't go tech, please die, go mean green," and he spelled "go" the South Louisiana way, um, and then an eagle emoji. And uh, Matt had screen grabbed a phenomenal picture of Skip Holtz from when <laughs> the refs were like telling him something on the sidelines, I think. And Skip is just like, like, like freeze frame staring at the camera, like giving, like a, giving like a knowing like a, smile, a proud grandparent watching their son, like their grandson. But it's like, it's like a smug smile, like a, okay. Okay. You know, okay, that kind buddy. of, yeah. And like, we are just going to use the shit out of this picture. Yes, we already I... have. Um, <laughs> it's spawned several very good tweets from our own account. Um, feel free to take and use that picture. However you, however you like uh, tech Twitter. We, we, you know, we see and appreciate you. So uh, Matt coming in clutch with the, uh, with the pictures. <laughs> so, yeah, that was just, anyway, uh, and I'm just, it's cool to get tweet of the week, but what was so great about that was, I wasn't even trying to capture. I mean, you can't really plan on capturing something like that. So I was just trying to get, I saw him kind of make a wry smile at one of the refs, but he wasn't looking at the, the camera. So right when I hit, right when I hit the button to take the photo on my phone and I, it came back, I instantly knew I had something I was going to use for the next, however long skips the coach. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of skip photos that we use, um, you know, in, in pretty heavy rotation. I have a uh, a folder on my phone uh, called Tech <laughs> Tech Screenshots, and it's mostly full of Skip Holtz um, images. So that one is definitely going in there. Actually, I'm going to add it right now because I forgot the other day. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G O T C H P L S D N T D I E, or head to our blog where there's a couple contests up. Evan, what's up about those? That was an awful yeah. way to throw that to you, but go ahead. <laughs> the Pick'em has nine games this week that you get to uh, you get to pick all of the outcomes of Conference USA games and bet up to five points on one of those games um, if you're really sure you're right. Uh, and then the GTPDD contest, a uh, good old tried and true contest, is you get to predict uh, random outcomes from the game, like how many rushing yards somebody will have or you know, where the hometown of the player who scores the second touchdown might be, you know, that kind of thing. Really uh, test your knowledge and random guessing. Um, so, yeah, hit those up. It's gtpdd.dog slash pick them and slash contest. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that, I guess. Yeah. And while you're on that site, might as well head over to the shop. 
which if you're already doing the contest, you can just click on that button that says shop right there on the website, or you can go ahead and type in gtpdd.dog slash shop if you just want to buy things and not do contests that might get you stuff for free. And go ahead and let's see, what day does this come out on? This comes out on Thursday, so this is the last day to buy the September shirt of the month, the Louisiana Industrial Institute shirt with the logo that was worn on the 1910 football uniforms by the university that would later become Louisiana Tech. Uh, tomorrow, I guess, or uh, October 1st, it will be a completely different shirt for sale as that shirt of the month. So go ahead and make sure you get that today. Or if you're listening to this a day late, you know, go ahead and get that October shirt of the month. Might as well. I mean, there, do it. Um, anyway, again, that shop is at gtpdd.dog slash shop. And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And go tech. Please don't die. I say after dunking on uh, Barajas in the last episode. Kyle Fisher for some reason. <laughs> poor, poor guy. Just, like that. Just trying to manage his enterprise rent a car. Yeah, man. <laughs> Can't wait to land at uh, Love Field and be routed to the nearest enterprise and the air managers there ready to run me over in a Buick Regal. Good thing people never listen to podcasts in cars. No, he'll be listening to the actual excerpt where I speak about him on the podcast while he's running me over. Yeah. <laughs> he'll just play it. He'll have a he has that, like, 20 seconds on loop. Yeah, uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has the windows rolled down. He has it blasting as he blasts the horn and runs me over. Uh, don't come for me, Kyle Fisher.